Derek Hunter, my friend, <laughs> columnist at Town Hall, uh, amazing uh, author, and also a talk show host down there in, in Baltimore, is on the lines with us. Hey, Derek, what's going on, man? Uh, man, I want to make a long-distance dedication, Casey Kasem. I'm digging the uh, the bumper music there. Ooh. Listen, man, do you believe in – let me ask you a question, Derek. Um, I'm questioning everybody today. Uh, Derek, are, are chemtrails real? Have you heard about the chemtrails? Sadly, I have heard about the chemtrails. <laughs> I, it's one of those things, Bo, where you're sitting there and you, you hear from people, and in this business you meet a lot of people, and you're unsure whether or not they're joking. <laughs> so you can't assume they're joking, but you you don't want to assume they're telling you the truth either. So you just kind of work in that gray area where you give them that knowing nod, like, yeah, 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 whatever. The, if they're joking, they'll take it as they know I'm joking. And if they're serious, they go, they're on to it. They know. Because you don't want to have the discussion and you don't want to offend the person. Because if you say, you know, you're insane, right? I mean, you recognize that you're clinically, you need to be institutionalized. They will not stop. They'll follow you out to the car at the grocery store and explain to you, pulling things up on their phone, going, look at this. Alex Jones shows that there's a kid. They're killing everybody. Like, oh, good Lord. You just kind of go, yeah, you walk that fine line that you get to when you're, you're doing talk radio where you're like, this person's crazy. Just get me away. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to have the queen of conspiracies on with me because I have been – I had to actually, actually had to, the whole thing, the pictures. Here, let me send you some pictures. You see this? Do you see this formation? This formation could not come from early. This had to come from Ken Charles. Okay. So, um, and there are some others, too. I mean, the 5G network went OMG. Oh, it's, you, you name, somebody's going to find something to be crazy about. That's just fluoride in the water when I was a kid. it was Everything was a Soviet conspiracy. Now, I don't know who's behind it now, George Soros or whatever. Like, they, what they're doing, what the Soviet Union was doing out in public was bad enough. They didn't need to try and control us. They were ready to nuke us to death. The, the idea that they were going to control us through fluoride in the water. And George Soros is putting horrible people in positions to be prosecutors and ignore the law. He doesn't need to sit there and work behind the scenes to make sure that our gas prices are 20 cents higher. All right. He's trying to take down the whole of society. He's going big. He's not staying home. <laughs> Derek, what do you think about this thing going on with this te- with the Texas and Arizona governors sending up their legal uh, asylum seekers to New York and to uh, Washington, D.C.? And the reaction from Mayors Adams and Bowser. If I were in the Biden White House, I would be talking to both of them and saying, just shut up and take it. It's a couple of thousand people. You're proving the concept. They're ruining the border states and the border towns, and they're pretending it's not happening. And now you idiots are sitting here saying, no, 6,000 people is going to bring down the the welfare state in New York. Well, what is 100,000 people going to do to San Antonio? Like what? New Mexico, what is a, what is 50,000 people going to do there? People will draw their own conclusions. So you sit there and you go, look, we'll get you some appropriations. We'll do it through some back channels. Shut your mouth. For God's sakes, call up George Soros and say, hey, take a second from trying to ruin the country this way and help us try and ruin the country this way and <laughs> cut them a check so they can buy these people some sandwiches in a refrigerator box or something so we don't have 
the ultimate PR victory for Republicans saying, hey, everything that they've been saying down at the southern border is true. So, yeah, I, I don't understand why this, how this White House works, but I'm so glad it doesn't. Yeah. And by the way, on we mentioned Alex Jones. I have not made much of Alex Jones at all, but I did. We did have a call, and he hung up. And he said, "Look," and, and I'm going to repeat what the caller said because it was uh, on the line anyway. Because I think it's worthwhile just to ask you about this. You being a journalist, um, the the caller was going to say, "Look, the guy may be nuts, and he may have said all these things, and it's true that that there was a hoax." But there is still a First Amendment. So let yeah. me ask you a question, Derek. As a journalist, do people have a First Amendment protection to go ahead and hoax on public airwaves the public? Well, first of all, how dare you call me a journalist? It's just that uh, that's wildly offensive. Secondly, <laughs> they should. They absolutely should. The argument that people always say is you can't say yell fire in a crowded theater. Well, if there's a fire, you damn well better yell fire in a crowded theater. And you can yell fire in a crowded theater. That's not the crime. It is if people get trampled and injured running out of the, fi- uh, the theater because you yelled fire. It's not the words yourself. You're responsible for th- the damage that is done. So you can say all sorts of crazy things. I don't. I don't know the. I haven't been following it. Honestly, what happens to Alex Jones is is less interesting to me than the content of my three year old's diaper. So I haven't been following it. But the insistence that this was. I mean, it's insane. All oh, these are crisis actors. It didn't really happen. It's right up there with the people who say that was a missile that hit the Pentagon. Like oh. Uh, so or flight 93 wasn't real because there's no wreckage there like so you're telling me everybody on that plane because people disappeared everybody on that plane all universally decided to hell with our families land us at some secret air base in canada and we'll start new lives all of us and keep it secret for the rest of forever you the amount of um, problems you'd have to have to believe some of these conspiracies is almost olympic level it's like world record chattering but people are free to do it and alex jones should be free to spew it i don't know the grounds that he was uh defamation financially was, ruined yeah defamation and, the, and okay, the, well the kids certainly weren't public figures and you can't sit there and accuse people look you can't cheer nick sandman getting undisclosed settlements from various media organizations for them defaming him and then say but alex jones should be different no uh, as long as it's the same standard, I'm fine with it. Okay. Now, the FBI director, Chris Ray testified this week, and Ted Cruz ripped him a new one, all right? And it was over symbols and, and things like that. For instance, uh, Ted Cruz pulled out a training manual that lists um, symbols of, of militia violent extremism, and included on the list of symbols that are considered to be now violent militia extremism is the Betsy Ross flag. Well, I don't think you realize how uh, a double cross stitch that she used can be used as a weapon, James. It's just, (laughs) it is absurd. It's incredibly, look, I took theater courses. I know how to, I know how to sew, man. Uh, But, (laughs) It is absurd that this is what the FBI is focusing on, but it's not surprising. Everything, every institution in 
Washington has been weaponized by the left. My God, they're looking at hiring 87,000 new soldiers for the IRS. I was going to ask you about that. From what I hear, the IRS with the new hires the Democrats want will actually have a larger uh, personnel body than the Pentagon of the United States. Yes. And more car. They have more cars than they have employees, I believe, and they're being abused for personal use. But I, uh, I'll tell you, I had Grover Norquist on the show. He's my former boss, Randy. I had him on the show yesterday, and I asked him a question about that. And there's a pot, like they want more IRS agents. There's no doubt in this this garbage build back better redo. They want more IRS agents to go after Americans. There's more people in the middle class, therefore there's more money in the middle class, not on an individual basis, but collectively. But it's also partially an accounting gimmick. There aren't 87,000 people right now qualified just sitting at home knitting, going, oh, the IRS is calling. I'm back in the game. They would need to be trained. They need to be educated. It's a long time to get these people. But what saying we're hiring 87,000 people to go and audit all these small businesses does is say, and it will generate $120 billion or whatever. It's an accounting gimmick. So they can say this isn't actually adding to the deficit. That's the real offensive part here is that they're using accounting gimmicks that if you or I used in our private businesses, we'd go to jail for. And they're saying, yeah, we're going to hire a bunch of agents and we're going to collect another $100 billion and then we'll spend that money. Well, the spending part, they got covered. The revenue part never comes to fruition. So I uh, there will be more IRS agents. I don't think there will be 87,000 of them, but their target will be the middle class either way. All right, last question, Derek. You look at what has taken place on the abortion front. Uh, Earlier this week, liberals were joyful. They were orgasmic. They said, we won Kansas, yay! Abortion in Kansas, yay! And they said, this is going to take us to victory in November. Abortion, yay! And then yesterday, the news came out that Indiana put their foot down no abortions in Indiana, except for a number of circumstances. And, of course, there's crickets in the press about what that means. Do you think that the tables now have been turned on the November elections, that all of a sudden Republicans are going to sit it out at home because abortion is now front and center and all the Democrats are going to rev up their base and so much that 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 red wave that we expected is going to turn purple and then it's going to turn blue and we're going to have a blue wave crashing over us in November. First off, I just want to point out how hilarious it is watching Democrats discover the concept of federalism. It's like watching a baby giraffe try to walk for the first time on a sheet of ice. They're like, oh, wait, Kansas did- they they don't know what's going on. They're confused, but they're happy. And, and then some, they fall and they're upset. Um, look, on an issue like abortion, it polls highly from everybody on both sides, for or against. But if it's not the issue that moves a vote, it doesn't really matter. You know that. You can be vehemently pro-choice, pro-abortion. I love abortion. Give me all the abortions. And you're unemployed and you can't afford food. That's probably going to beat your 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 support for abortion or your support for pro. If you can't feed your family, that's kind of more important than that. If it costs you a hundred dollars to fill up your gas tank, it's more important. So, the the abortion effect is already baked into the cake. 
the pro-lifers are going to vote for Republicans. The pro-abortions are going to vote for Democrats. So the idea that this is going to be a big shift, it's just around the margins. And as people stop on their way to the polls to fill up their gas tanks and maybe buy an $8 sandwich, they go, oh, God, I can't have any more of this. So I wouldn't worry about it uh, that much. And a lifetime in politics is a week, and we're three months away from an election. So a lot can change. Everybody could come down with monkeypox. I, just, I heard you talking about monkeypox earlier. I got, I got to say, Democrats are amazing. Stay at home. Laminate yourself because of COVID. Don't ever go out. But they can't bring themselves to say, hey, maybe you should dial back the attendance to the random anonymous orgies just for a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's a bridge too far. Just for a couple of weeks, maybe. Or, you know, if you see somebody covered in open sores and pustules, take a pass. <laughs> They can't even bring that. Instead, they go, you know, monkeypox is out there stalking everybody. You're just as likely to get it as a heterosexual. No, you're not. No, you're not. They did the same thing with AIDS in the 90s. My whole life was the the PSA is trying to convince me to be afraid to answer the door because it might be HIV coming to get me. And realistically, it was a disease that was significantly, shall we say, more easily transmitted through one particular form of intercourse between men rather than any other. And right. how many people's lives were lost because gay men heard that message too and said, well, I'm, nobody else I know is taking, no straight people I know are taking precautions, so there's nothing to worry about. Uh, the same thing here. Now, it's thankfully not fatal, but for God's sakes, just take a couple. How hard is it to tell people, hey, maybe you should just, I don't know, have a conversation with the person you're going to have sex with and have a sandwich and maybe wait a week, just see if they break out into anything. Just for a little while. And they go, no, that's a bridge too far. I don't know if they have no faith in the gay community or I am really out of touch with it. But it seems like there is a, a massive disconnect there. Well, I'm still in favor of the CDC uh, method, which is to just, instead of doing sex the regular way, just masturbate and just do it six feet away from each other and make sure you wash your hands afterwards. So That's what I've been doing throughout this entire hit. <laughs> Derek Hunter, people can find your column where? Townhall.com, or you can just search the Derek Hunter podcast and you'll find that there. So check it all out. Thanks, Derek. Derek Hunter. Thank you. <laughs>